one of the things we're constantly looking at is in relation to the kind of the skills agenda is really especially if you kind of talk about cloud adoption etc understanding the kind of core cloud environment mm -hmm. how you implement that and how you manage that um, some of the work around uh, understanding the kind of fundamental technologies technologies that are, are around mm -hmm. but that constantly changes and if you're talking about ai talking about cloud then that's constantly moving so you know, for small organizations, yeah. it's always a challenge. For larger organizations, sometimes they will have individuals that will focus on keeping up to date with specific areas. Mm -hmm. So whatever kind of key areas is around kind of understanding risk, so risk identification and how you manage that. Um, and again, focusing on cloud, how that's architected in relation to your organization, yeah. but also yeah. the vulnerability testing. So how you test for any vulnerabilities in working and engaging in the cloud environment. So there's, you can see a lot of different areas, small organizations, mm struggle and, and challenge uh large organizations even sometimes there because you're holding so much information and data but ultimately mm -hmm. it's, it's about really keeping up to date as much as possible with the the those those kind of core skills that i've just outlined yeah yeah and and, and sort of continuing with the, the, the challenges that you talked about what are the sort of the, the main and pressing issues that's on the minds of cybersecurity professionals would you say Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Heads Talk with me, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter, the podcast where we talk to C-level executives, leaders of institutions and heads of multinationals. What are the current topics? They talk, we listen. Can you imagine getting into a business or a market where you actually spend a hundred billion plus on a piece of paper? Are you kidding me? It was like a frying pan of the head. I got nothing against CFOs. It was not just the job of a lifetime, it was the job of a thousand lifetimes. My guest today is a 25-year veteran of the education, careers and charities sector. A known keynote speaker on the circuit, he has sat down on a number of boards and committees sharing his expert knowledge on policy, governance and risk management. We continue our new series today on Heads Talk with a conversation about cybersecurity standards and regulations, especially within the cloud. But before we get into that, here is a brief message. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Axia. Axia is the leading private cloud platform in the Alessian and Matamos ecosystem, combining intelligent solutions with security and control. Axia's clients profit from digitalization and automation of critical business processes in a cloud and hybrid architecture. 150 staff provide migration, engineering, and support services to over 200 leading organizations in 32 countries. Heads Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter. Professor Simon Hepburn is the Chief Executive Officer for the UK Cybersecurity Council. Having previously been the Chief Executive of a charity and founded two others, Simon has also held leadership positions with national and international charities, trusts and businesses. He was also the trustee board member of ACEVO, Associations for its Chief Executives of Voluntary Organisations was an enterprise advisor for the Greater London Authority and has sat on the BBC Charities Advisory Board. Simon is an active member of CYBOC, Cyber Body of Knowledge Steering Group, and the Cyber Growth Partnership Group to ensure that the work of the Council is to be informed and to inform the wider cybersecurity profession. Throughout his career, Simon has developed an impressive network of contacts with colleagues at all levels in organisations and government. Simon is passionate about making a positive impact on society and making a difference in the lives of young people 
and adults, supporting them to be the best version of themselves. Quite admirable. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Simon to Heads Talk. Delighted to have you here today. Thank you very much. Really pleased to be here. Excellent. Okay, let's begin. I briefly mentioned your organisation in the introduction. Some of my listeners will not be au fait with it. So let's start from this premise. What is the remit of the UK Cyber Security Council? Okay, uh, so the UK Cyber Security Council was established back in March 2021. And that was uh, on the basis there was a report or a strategy that was developed, uh, the National Cyber Security Strategy 2016 to 2021, that mm -hmm. was developed by the UK government. Within that, there was two key areas that really linked to the establishment of the council. So one was around developing and accredited the cybersecurity profession. And the other was an organisation that would be the focal point in which can advise, shape and inform national policy. So that was the basis of the establishment of the council. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's fairly young. So one of the things that we've been we've been enabled to do is really we were secured. So part of the kind of history is that we we secured Royal Charter status back in November 2021 mm -hmm. on two levels, which was one as an organisation and two to bestow uh, professional titles to individuals and as a charter principal and associate level mm -hmm. oh excellent excellent so, so how does it differ from say the national cyber security center or the cyber security challenge uk okay so so we have a different mission so our mission is to enhance and expand the nation's cyber skills knowledge and profession at, at every level and that's aligned to the national cyber strategy and our core remit is five core areas we call it five key pillars so one is around standards and our standards development based mm -hmm. on what we call the 16 specialisms so that's 16 mm -hmm in cybersecurity, order and assurance, risk, security, architecture, etc. Then ethics, so working towards an ethical framework, very similar okay. to law, accountancy and engineering. Mm -hmm. The third pillar is around uh, qualification and careers. So that's around demystifying the routes into the profession, which there's a lot of confusion about how to join a profession or qualifications and certifications. Mm -hmm area is outreach and diversity so that's around encouraging uh, different di diverse groups of people to really join yeah. join the profession um, and the fifth area is thought leadership so that's really around looking at what's happening within the kind of wide, wider ecosystem and ensuring that we're you know cl closely aligned to that mm -hmm. so the different uh, that's what we do as an organization so NCSC so the National Cyber Security Centre so they're the technical authority so their mm -hmm. role is support and protect UK business the public critical national infrastructure and the government to make the UK the safest place to live and work online and the cybersecurity challenge is an organization that focuses on running competitions and builds build build games and organize uh, networking events etc mm -hmm. industry partners government bodies and students so you can see the difference where they kind of yeah. stand and focus on the skills that we've got a technical authority and an organization to focus on games and organizing networks mm -hmm. I'm wondering how is the Cybersecurity Council collaborating with I don't know, various government agencies or businesses and academia to, to promote cloud um, security best practices and standards? Right. So I mean, what, what we basically do, we, we're a small organisation, so we have to work with you know businesses, with, with different yeah. government departments, uh, with obviously academia. And that's really looking at, because ultimately, you know, we can't develop a a um, our kind of standards in a, in a prism or something yeah. in the tower. It's really about that kind of engagement. So what we have is basically we have a what we call technical advisory panel. So they're basically people who are quite technical on specific areas of cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. We also have working groups that will then look at whether it's cloud or different areas, cloud environment, etc., or different uh, cybersecurity specialist mm -hmm. areas, and mm -hmm. do a drill 
in that to make sure what we're developing as an organization is basically aligned to whether national or international standards plus the kind of key frameworks that exist uh, in relation to around the world I'm, I'm glad you mentioned sort of international standards let's briefly look at international obligations you know cyber security crosses borders so how well are you working with your counterparts in other countries around the globe Okay, so so we're we're obviously focused on the the UK because obviously it's the UK Cyber Security Council. But mm-hmm. as you, you're absolutely right, there's no boundaries. Uh, let me just turn that yeah. down. There's no boundaries in relation to when it comes to, uh, to cyber security, cyber crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everything that we do, it has to align to have, have alignment uh, to things like ANISA. So obviously that's the European uh, standards or the NIST standards uh, that basically obviously is from America. And so as we're developing our standards and our, our what we call our specifications, then mm-hmm. we we've used that to inform uh we do have a lot quite a lot of uh, through DSET, the department for science innovation and technology we do have a lot of engagement internationally so really mm-hmm. showcasing uh what we're doing at both as an organization but also as a country and also mm-hmm. showing the support that we've got from business and and government departments and there's a lot of interest internationally in in what we're doing and uh, for example so yesterday we had a basically we are our first cohort of individuals that gained a professional title uh, mm-hmm. in charter principal and associate and we had an event yesterday uh, to basically showcase the, those those individuals and again we had representatives from across the globe who were at that event so it's just to show there's a lot of conversations america australia uh, mm-hmm. singapore mm-hmm. etc mm-hmm. that's good that's good now, now let's talk about the, the sort of the changing tech lands, landscape yeah. um i should say the rapidly changing tech landscape how how challenging is it to keep up with developments in this space from you know digitalization first to now generative ai and next generation clouds yeah it's it's challenging but it is is and that's one of the things i think what one on one level is exciting about the profession mm. which is then challenging so trying to either secure staff that have the appropriate levels of skills knowledge competence and understanding is challenging because you're you're constantly have to one refresh but also keep up to date with what's taking place but ultimately you have to and so mm-hmm. one of the things we're constantly looking at is in relation to the kind of the skills agenda is really especially if you're kind of talking about cloud adoption etc understanding the kind of core cloud environment mm-hmm. how you implement that and how you manage that um, some of the work around uh, understanding the kind of fundamental technologies technologies that are, are around mm-hmm. but that completely changes and if you're talking about ai talking about cloud then that's constantly moving so you know for small organizations yeah. it's always a challenge for larger organizations sometimes they will have individuals that will focus on keeping up to date with specific areas mm-hmm. so whatever kind of key areas is around kind of understanding risk so risk identification and how you manage that um, and again focusing on cloud how that's architected in relation to your organization yeah. but also mm-hmm. The vulnerability testers, how you test any vulnerabilities in working and engaging in the cloud environment. So there's, you can see a lot of different areas, small organizations mm. struggle and, and challenge, uh, large organizations, even sometimes there because you're holding so much information and data. But ultimately, mm-hmm. it's, it's about really keeping up to date as much as possible with the the those those kind of core skills that I've just outlined. Yeah, yeah. And and, and sort of continuing with the, the, the challenges that you talked about, what are the sort of the the main and pressing issues that's on the minds of cybersecurity professionals, would you say? Uh, well, I think one, of the, one of the key ones is is around um, basic staff staff shortage. So yeah. where there, there's quite a lot of challenges around the um, how staff staff engaging with with the profession. Mm-hmm. One of the, the the issues always is getting the staff that has the right level of competence, knowledge, and experience. Mm-hmm. So whether it's cloud or any of the other areas, mm-hmm. very often you find that some organisations have trained people. I mean, really well. Uh, but as soon as they're fully trained, other organisations may uh, pay, you know, larger salaries mm-hmm. and 
obviously move on. Um, I think there, there is challenges around, again, what I was saying about smaller organisations, just not having the internal capacity to, mm. to deliver, especially the, the cybersecurity um, uh, kind of posture within the organisation. So that always presents a, a challenge for, for many organisations. And I think the, the, the focus very much for me is around you know, trying to ensure that one people understand what are some of the kind of key, not just technologies, but key approaches mm-hmm. to managing security within your organization, but also what skills that you need. And when you're trying to um, procure an external third party organization, make sure you do the you know, people do the appropriate due diligence yeah. if you yeah. again if you haven't got that internal capacity. But that's yeah. some of the key key challenges currently. Mm-hmm. Just as an aside, um are you are you saying people are reluctant to enter into that space cybersecurity as a cybersecurity profession or you can't find oh people are not qualified even if they're interested in entering that space yeah it's it's, it's two things one it's around a basic lack of awareness of cybersecurity as a profession i think that's mm-hmm. that's one thing so you might have you know an organization they'll have a, a it department and they will see their role as it like managing the it information security being a micro part of that so yeah. they don't really see it as cyber security so that's one of the challenges is there's actually a lot of people working in the space but not actually realizing they're in this 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 sector the other one is really that young people you know they're really clear about the pathway to being an engineer or mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. A, a law and accountant etc but not to get really involved in either tech or cyber security so what you then have is there's a lack of, of awareness of the profession so by raising awareness then you you know especially for young students who are mm-hmm. in you know, secondary school mm-hmm. and then choosing that as an option in relation to whether computer computer science etc and that routine that helps but also for career changes so you know if you're you know working currently in, in uh, social care or, or, or architecture law mm-hmm. etc uh, even even um, human development like you know cpd then there are opportunities and also data analysis is a really good example. There are opportunities because you're ultimately uh, kind of doing analysis on either information or individuals, you mm-hmm. see, or data. And so people really think it's always based on computer programming and I need to be very techie when actually there's core human elements when we're talking about cyber kind of criminality, especially that it's, it's, it's human based. So it's really about understanding that as well. So it's really, you know, our role is really to promote cybersecurity as a profession and as a career. Yeah. Raising, yeah. In that. So yeah, so one's awareness, but two's then around the confusion of, okay, if I do have a qualification or certification, uh, how do I now get into the profession? Because I've got a great qualification, but I can't see yeah. the right. job. So, 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 I- right. so, so your organisation is going into schools and letting children know that this is a path that they could take. That's what you're yeah. doing as well. Yeah, so we absolutely partner. We partner with organisations who go into school as part of kind of ambassadors, yeah. of yeah. so science, technology, engineering and, and maths, so kind of STEM ambassadors. So really going to schools, uh, educating people about cybersecurity as a profession, sometimes not mentioning it as cybersecurity, but more around, you know, things around like for young people, they use specific apps, TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. So around the right. digital okay. footprint, you see, so based on them, what they're currently using and using their language, then bringing them up to where actually you need to secure that information because how it can be used inappropriately, that leads on to the journey of now, then we give it the name cybersecurity. So whether mm-hmm. that's schools, mm-hmm. colleges, universities, businesses, because mm-hmm. even at the top level of business, They'll have their core risk risk register. Very mm-hmm. often, you know, cybersecurity may not even be on the register or be a, a small subset. And for chief information security officers, are not sitting at the top table, and that that presents an issue because you know those kind of vulnerabilities are a key risk. And from my view, that you know chief information security officers need to be at the top table along with their other directors. I thought it was quite fascinating in terms of the marketing of the profession of cybersecurity uh, professional. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, 
why is it not why is it doesn't seem to be as glamorous as a computer scientist or a business analyst what do you think has gone wrong in that I think a lot of it is is around confusion. Uh, it's really interesting in in secondary schools. So usually in primary schools, you especially in relation to the gender balance and diversity balance, that you have young girls who will be really active and really engaged in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and maths. What then happens in key stage three, uh, so between the ages of eleven and kind of thirteen, before they make their choices, that it gets very one technical, but two, you know, a, a young girl will go into a class and it's dominated by young young boys, and mm -hmm. so they think well, this is not going. I'm not going to choose this for my options when it comes to kind of key stage four. So and so it's really kind of computing, gaming, it's kind of seen as quite masculine. And then the optics, when we've basically, if you, you know, tap tap cyber into the, the you know, Google and you will just see hoodies. Yeah, mm -hmm. guys, there's dark room, et cetera. So the yeah. whole optics, it's not, it doesn't attract diverse groups in relation to, to gender, race, et cetera. So yeah. that's one of the things. But also, you know, for parents, parents are the key, um, Kind of uh, influences in relation to, to especially young people's careers. So they parents absolutely understand accountancy, they understand engineering, they understand law, they understand medicine. What they don't understand is technology. And if you you know if a child says to their parent, "I want to be an ethical hacker," then what all they know about hacking, mm -hmm. it's all criminal. So yeah. you see that, and and when they say, "But that's cybersecurity," it just presents a challenge. So what we're trying to do is kind of one change the optics, but also the conversation that no, it's all of these areas, whether it's audit and assurance, it's risk, and and also especially if you're looking at kind of uh, you know whether it's, you know people doing psychology and criminal psychology understanding how the mind works and how you can then defend instead of attack is mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic mm -hmm. so it's really about changing the conversation yes uh, and changing how it's viewed so that that's like a major pr program that needs to be put in absolutely. place about cyber security and that's based right. on what you've said there needs to be perhaps um some element of direction um towards female um teenage teenage girls to get in that space because there it's not you know superly techie in a dark room in hoodies but it's it's uh, there's a bit more to cyber security than that that's what absolutely. you're saying isn't it yeah, ab absolutely and, and just to share there is some really good programs that's taken place throughout the uk so there's something called cyber, so cyber first which is really introducing cyber to young people in schools but also cyber first girls so what that focus on is getting more girls into into the profession and that's you know secondary schools colleges etc so there's really some really good programs and we're, we're really focused on inc inc increasing the diversity of of people within within cyber security so we hold especially around uh, international women's day large events um the either london berman and manchester etc and that's really about profiling we do have some very very high profile uh females in the profession uh, and but one but it's that whole concept of you can't be what you can't see so we yeah. like to profile diversity within the profession and young people coming into the profession but also who's really enjoying the engagement and also you know realizing there's actually there's a lot of really good opportunities here and and great great job and if you're doing data analysis I've mm -hmm. got a role. So it's really explaining. It's not all computer programming and you need to be a techie. It's mm -hmm. much wider than that. Mm -hmm. And that's part, part of the work. So so this feeds in into your, your five pillars. You know, right. you've got your standard ethics. Um, what was the other one? Diversity, inclusion and thought leadership. Out yeah, um, outreach. So that fits into uh, outreach and diversity. Yeah. 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 So that's that's pretty much it. So, okay. So we've kind of watched this space for how... And we will view cybersecurity in the future as a profession, because I know the way tech is going at the moment, that is going to be seen more as a, a desirable profession than perhaps a politician uh, in, in, in that sense. I couldn't it? mention anything. <laughs> 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 okay, no worries. Um, I want to go into detail on 
cloud computing and security within that space. I'm hoping to take you with me, but you know, let me know um, how comfortable it is in your your area of work. Yep. Um, uh, given given the rapid growth of cloud adoption, what cybersecurity skills and certifications does the council recommend for professionals in in the industry? Well, okay, so we we, we personally do not recommend uh, specific certifications because there's one of the challenges you see. There's a lot of different certifications for different areas of specialism. So whether it's cloud, whether it's security testing, whether it's audit and assurance. So what we say is practitioners do to choose certificates that support their organisation system. So I think that's the first one, and also supports their career path. So mm -hmm. that's the two two key areas because there's a lot of cert certifications that are currently out there. The the we, on our website we have something called a certification mapping tool. So mm -hmm. again, if if you know delegates are, are watching this, if you go onto our website and have, you know the UK Cybersecurity Council .org .uk, then mm -hmm. you can go on the website uh, certification mapping tool and see based on again the different specialisms that we have, what what the different certifications how they kind of line up with different specialisms so that i would i would advise people to kind of go there but ultimately right. yeah we're, we don't personally kind of recommend specific certifications that's really what's appropriate for the business but do you have um do you have it like it's sort of in the uk where you have official bodies that um uh, people take exams with from gcse's to a levels they're official bodies is there an equivalent in the in the cybersecurity space where there's you can only take certifications from official certain bodies and and it be seen as um valid and viable yeah, yeah. there's there's so through through the work of the N ncsc so the national center of cybersecurity there's the there's specific kind of certifications that are recognized by by government mm. especially if you want for government procurement mm -hmm. so based on that so whether that's security testing and what what will happen they those organizations will go through an assessment to make sure that their certifications are valid credible and the individuals that come out of those processes are competent so one of the things that has been taking place over the last two years is those programs that are run by NCSC are transitioning to the council. So mm -hmm. um, the reason that's happening is because ultimately it's around creating the right alignment between what we've developed around our professional titles, the charter principal and associate. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, so there's one place that has, in a sense, the the kind of uh, both the reputation, but also uh, one place where uh, one story of truth in a sense. So that's a, one of the things that has, has been taking place. But there are specific organisations that are specialists in particular area, security testing, audit and assurance. And so, again, through the work that we're, we're collaborating with those organisations because they are the kind of gold standard within those particular areas. So the work that we're doing is aligning their work and their certifications, which is that technical competence, along mm -hmm. with our, our professional titles. And so that's and that's some of the kind of core work we're doing currently. OK, this is a tough one to answer. It's one of the topics of the day. and. Mm -hmm. I'd like to know, are there specific cybersecurity standards and best practices that the council advocates for, for um, in sustainable cloud computing? And and how can organisations ensure compliance with these standards, if that's the case? OK, so again, our, our, again, our role. So our role is really to develop professional standards for cybersecurity in, in, in basically based on specialist areas within the UK. So we review national standards, I think, as I was saying earlier. So whether that links to ANISA or that links to, to NIST and what we do to ensure that we've got that kind of alignment. But the 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 real standards that we advocate are the standards that we basically develop because they're based on alignment to our Royal Charter and they're mm -hmm. based on principal charter, etc. Uh, so we do not specify uh, any kind of standards for cloud computing uh, but we use that to kind of underpin some of the, what we call the the life cycle of some of our work so whether we're looking at security architecture secure ops vulnerability testing risk management mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that's 
incorporated, but we don't look at specific standards in relation to uh, uh, cloud cloud computing. And so, what what we basically will then do is is uh, kind of recommend um, or well, we advocate those, but also we advocate kind of working well, across the kind of UK government. So they will also look to advocate for the standards that we've also developed. And in relation to compliance, I saw the second part of your your question that we kind of see that as as standards are really we focus on standards for individuals uh not organizations so that's not really within our especially compliance area not in our right. stream it's not like iso etc okay let's let's end this episode of estor with a, this question to you professor Byrne. um at the end of your tenure as yep. ceo of the uk cyber security council what do you hope to achieve to be comfortable to pass the baton okay um so I've been in post for over two years, so what I would like to have kind of achieved before passing the baton would be really, I think, raising the profile or and credibility of the UK Cybersecurity Council uh, as being the standard setter and the skills council for cybersecurity in, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, raising the profile of cybersecurity as a highly respected and highly regarded profession, a uh, mm. very similar career paths uh, for both young people and uh, career changers. Um, that we would have collaborated with key stakeholders, including uh, regulators, UK kind of regulators, businesses and the profession as part of our developments, but also our delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have launched professional titles, so charter mm-hmm. principal and associate to the profession, so people mm-hmm. can apply and go through the process. Uh, and that internationally would have some really good international partners that would have adopted our model. So I think when I've got to that stage, then I, I think, hmm, what next? Yeah, excellent, excellent. Thank you for that. Um, Professor Simon Hepburn, it's been an absolute pleasure. Many thanks for your time and insights. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepinkle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders, and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk Podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.